our buddy Chris Ramsey reacting to your you know video. Let's call him our buddy when he puts our name in the clip instead of who is this? Go Onion. <laughs> like I, I was like happy to see that I was here. And yeah. then in hindsight, wondering why a man of notoriety, a man who proclaims the love magic and care about the art, why would mm. he not feature the artist he's featuring to promote? It's, you know, this man is now not just, I love Chris Ramsey, don't get me wrong. Hey, Chris, put the damn artist name in the thing. They're guys. They do magic. magic. They are the magic guys. I'm on the YouTube live today. I thought it'd be nice. I had Jimmy talks a lot on. He'll be here when he's done eating the Chinese. He's in there putting sustenance. And manage. I'm going to produce his books from this box. This this wonderful prop from Twister Magic. Well crafted, you know, organic. I do this, and I'm like, ka-chuk, ka-chuk, ka-chuk. <laughs> right? Oh, it just no. all falls apart. Like, how, Wait. how is this my life, you know? So you could make one of those, right? By the looks of that, you could buy two shoe boxes and you know, with some tinkering. If I promoted that, Murphy's Magic wouldn't send me things mm. to promote for them. So That's we're going to endorse buying this prop from yes. people that Murphy's Magic sells to. It's good to see that you're getting some use out of it, though. I remember when it first came up, you know, like when you first got it. And we were like, we talked Turns about out it a little for me bit. It's but I've just seen, comedy magic, though. Yeah, seeing you use it a little bit. Um, well, something I can I can right off the bat talk about is is this little poker chip here is a poker chip that I, I, um, I don't want to say stole, but I commandeered from the movie set that I got to be a part of like earlier in the year. And in Australia, the movie, I think worldwide, but particularly in Australia, the the movie's premiered now, so I'm allowed to talk about it and stuff. And I grabbed a couple of uh, screenshots. So it aired on Stan, the streaming platform in Australia, Stan. I think in the US it's on Prime, Prime Video. And this, where's the actual trailer picture? I I, uh, Maybe I didn't put a trailer. Oh, yeah. This would be very small, but it's called Poker Face. So you can Ooh. imagine how I would be interested to be a part of it with that name. Ooh. Um, oh, I'm interested. Yeah. So it's got Russell Crowe in it, Liam Hemsworth's in it, um, Raza's in it, who I, I can't remember which, um, not Bone Thugs and Harmony, but but he's a part of like, he, he's a well-known guy in the, in the music wow, industry. Wow, what a great cast. Pretty cool. Have you watched it? Of course, of yeah. course. So what? Yeah. So what happened was because um, Jason in the podcast would always allude to this thing I was doing, but knowing he couldn't br- actually talk about it, and this right. was the actual thing. So earlier in the year, I got to fly to Sydney and be the um, the card flourisher slash poker dealer. So my hands were used in it basically for love it flurries of stuff. Um, and the way I got it was uh, through the grapevine. Um, cause I've done a, f- a couple of other things before. So some people had heard of me and they got me to send a demo through and Russell Crowe personally saw it and he gave me massive props when I, when I turned up on set, he was like, that was fucking great. We want that. We want that good shit here on set today. And I was like, that's awesome. And, 
and and I spent like five hours with this crew. I don't have the photo loaded up, but um, but it was, it's on my Insta story right now. They had this big crew just filming me doing all these trick shots, you know, like the long distance top shot that I do, but I got to catch it right in front of their. What are the chances of you and, getting any of that footage? You know, for the I know, B-roll. Right? Yeah, we we did this whole routine constructed that I would do from start to finish, but um, in classic movie fashion when you actually watch the movie it's like I'm, One second. I'm, I'm these kind of quick insert shots between like yeah so the scene is that this this billionaire is doing ayahuasca and he's having these flashback moments and the flashbacks are of like different things i'm doing with cards so yeah so i watched the movie and i took a few <laughs> photos this is so sad to get my claim to fame but so this is one shot that they used where i'm doing a pressure fan and then you've got um like did this you one take here some ayahuasca to get into the moment yeah i should have um <laughs> not that easy to find in brisbane but um then there's this this yeah. shot that they did under pressure and <clears throat> probably my the time stamps here well yeah. i hope oh, this yeah, is yeah. on so, american prime i'm so excited my bits happen all between kind of 15 minutes and 19 minutes where all right <laughs> if you're watching it and then and then you know the coolest thing is that I'm in the credits so like in the middle of this yeah um, you'll see me poker dealer slash shuffler Josh Norbido and so um, not, yeah <clears throat> will you get like uh, residuals for these uh for this movie are you like a sag person now no not at no? all but but they paid me like they flew me to Sydney paid me for the day Hey, that's great. That's and, that's super cool. And yeah. your resume's bigger now. That's right. And now on IMDb, I've got three credits on there now. And so, you know, it looks like I've done a couple of things, which is which is always nice. You have you have three on IMDb? Yeah. So um I took a photo of it. I don't know how well this is gonna show. Oh, if I maybe I put the brightness down. So if everyone listening, I'm just showing my IMDb account and you'll see eventually that there's um, three credits. So now I've got Poker Face, which is on the left. There's another one in the middle, which is not focusing, but it's uh, it's called K9, which is a Doctor Who spinoff um, Disney show they made mm, back in, I don't know, 2011 or something that. like that. And then there's Australia's Got Talent, which because I made it oh, yeah, right. into the semifinals, they 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 counted it. So love, look at that, man. I'll take it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I was uh, on set, and I was like, I have to take some kind of souvenir. So I took one of the the chips that they use in the movie, one of their props. Just don't tell them, okay? Just don't tell them. <laughs> Thinking but you Doug, should I, be verified by now. Come on with your IMDB and <laughs> uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, we all know you're a thief. Maybe not. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why. I mean, if anything, I'm patient, so it's, it's fine. Um, but Hey Doug, I saw you made it in the big time in this last week, uh, particularly this photo. A few people sent this to me, our buddy, Chris Ramsey reacting to your you know video. Let's, Call him our buddy when he puts our name in the clip instead of who is this? Go Onion. <laughs> like, I, I was like happy to see that I was here. And yeah. then in hindsight, wondering why a man of notoriety, a man who proclaims the love magic and care about the art, 
Why would mm. he not feature the artist he's featuring to promote? It's, you know, this man is now not just. I love Chris Ramsey. Don't get me wrong. Hey, Chris, put the damn artist name in the thing. Come on. It's all. Yeah. Take an well, extra this, minute and give the artist some love when you're showcasing the artist. Yeah. You know what it is? It's because this is from his Reddit community. Mm -hmm. So it's, I told my as, wife as, that. As, she goes, well, why did he do that? I said he gets all those clips from Reddit. That's yeah. all. I know that's all it is, but you could still take the time to care. For sure. And I have a feeling that um, in Chris's busy world, you know, I don't think he knows who you are, Doug. So he probably watched it assuming it's this great busker that's not you know, <laughs> social famous. Um, and yeah. he probably was just enjoying the clip and, and didn't even think, you know. It, but, it was funny that uh, I, I had pointed out, he, Jimmy, who's here, and maybe will show up here tonight, Jimmy mm -hmm. Talks A Lot was featured on his reaction thing two weeks ago. And right. in that clip, Chris featured something that I shot of Jimmy. So when he's showing Jimmy, <laughs> it said Doug Kahn. But it's a ah. clip that I shot, but then he shows another clip of Jimmy that has Jimmy talks a lot. He watched both clips, two different names at some point, no matter where they come from, huh. you could say, who is this? And can we give this man a nod? Yeah. Yep. Or, or very you least, make sure very that least don't promote the place that stole my content. <laughs> come on. Blur it out. Yeah, At the very is, least, blur that part out. It is bizarre. I mean, you could, if anything, I mean, you're not going to do this, but you could always make sure that your name is somewhere on the video so that if anyone steals it, you know, it's still going to be there. But I, you know, that shouldn't have to be the thought case. about that. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember Jason Ma in the beginning when Chris was showing a lot of his videos, he would always at the end of his video put a Jason Ma hash, like um, at symbol. Mm-hmm would flash up in like a neon light thing for that reason. And um, and then Chris started to remember his name every time he'd see Jason's videos come up. He'd be like, ah, oh, Jason Marr again. I don't know. Good point. I don't think enough Good people point. know who you are. I'm sure there were people in the comments going, oh, that was Doug. That's Doug Khan. I found out I was on this episode <laughs> from someone that's one of my fans, and he said, I mentioned you in the comments. Did you see this? You know. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's people doing that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guess what? So if I ever showcase other Magi, <laughs> my audience will know who they are on my channel. Tell you that. Yeah. 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 I mean, they could even after the video, they could chapter mark it with the, the person's name in the video, yeah. you know, in the video. That would be easy too. some actually, I don't even think the creator has to do that. I, I think someone can even do that in, as a comment and it's still... I would imagine that someone that has time. millions of viewers has a team that does the <laughs> back true. end of titles and, and descriptions. And there's someone doing social media management where they could take the time to find out who's featured. And if they have say an Instagram account, tag them, et cetera, you know, thank you all for making this episode three minutes longer and giving my audience something to watch Doug Khan for that fun moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. But, you know, let's just watch a video of Chris's. Just I'm do about the to same say, thing. I'm going to start a reacting to Chris Ramsey react, reacting. <laughs> let's react to Chris Ramsey reacting. Yeah. 
Yeah. That, and then, a, let me write that down. That might be an episode, if nothing else, just to put it more on his radar. And then maybe he'll know who I am. <laughs> are you going to then, <clears throat> after each video, do it, do like a B roll of you hunting to find no, out who the person like is? This. To, I'm going to be like, them. oh, Chris, I can't believe you didn't mention the magician. And look, his uh, name's not there. That's what I'm going to react to. Yeah. Do it. That'll be funny. Uh, a little controversy uh, never hurts the, you know. That's right. Motion creates emotion. Keeps it keeps everything going. And and so Jimmy's uh, in your pad at the moment. I don't. It could what, all be what, a lie. Maybe he's not really here, or maybe he true. was here but didn't survive the night. And now I'm just trying to cover the fact with some weird story about him eating Chinese food. Yeah. Well, I guess. Well, we'll talk about it anyway, but what's the plan? Like, uh, are you guys doing some, are you in business together? Are you going out to? Jimmy's here to work. He came in to, you know, it's the holiday season here in, in America. We we have Thanksgiving where, uh, I'm not even going to talk about this holiday. <laughs> like most of our holidays, I don't want to talk about them. But Thanksgiving, Overall, we try to give thanks for the things we have, but it's based on a historical holiday where this country was founded. Mm. But this is to do with like, yeah, right, right. Families across the country will be congregating in tourist areas. Jimmy's here to collect their money. Smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'll be out there with them. I will not uh, be in full force, but I'll be out there. I kind of just really after that fair I did, I just am in PTSD mode and I'm just shunning pretty much all performing for the time being How about that. Must be nice to have that, that option, Doug. Hey, the other week we talked about, um, I brought up how I used to do a show with a mime artist. Oh yeah. I think, I think it was when I was in my car, we talked about it. I found a picture from back in the day from one of the shows. I just thought I'd pop it up here. Yes. And um, this now is one of the shows. Yeah. Now this, I remember doing where he would do an isolation act or animation act with the balloon, like where it's stuck in the air, right? So he's mm -hmm. moving around it. It's not going anywhere. And then he would at the end be able to rest it on his, he'd be able to rest it on his arm like this. I think with uh, some kind of adhesive and he would like, rest on it as if like he's sitting on it oh, after that's cool. it's not moving and then i would take the balloon and i would do like a bottle appearance with it so that that was like one of the ways we would interact with each other like he'd yeah. be doing this thing with it and then i'd take it boom turn it into something else that then we'd use for the next thing and um yeah it really took me back seeing this picture this was at like a french festival they had on in australia so it was just like perfect because he would have all this you know, Marcel Marceau music and, and movement. And then there'd be the Aussie magic guy. And, uh, do you, do you use a lot of music in your show currently? I do. Yeah. I reckon I, I probably use some of the most compared to the guys in Australia. Cause I like to have an ambient track playing between each routine I'm doing. Like this is if I'm doing a corporate show, um, even in, even even in the in background show, even, while you're speaking. Yeah, like when I'm doing a show. So if I'm doing a keynote, it'll be dead quiet. But if I'm doing a show, I like to just have a little something because I always find it when it's just a person talking on stage and there's nothing else. It can, 
I don't know. I found just adding a very subtle volume of something just keeps it going. Like in a movie, you know, like even when there's serious scenes in a movie, right, right. there's still there's still I'm that. I'm very much um, interested in yeah. adding music to my, uh, in particular, street performances and maybe more beyond that. I've never really mm. focused on it. I feel like we might have talked about this before, but uh, that's happening in my world for sure. Moving forward in this next season, I'm going to use it to open I think nice. it's a super strong opener to have music and then a strong set of visual magic. I'm going to do rope magic, probably. Great. It's just an extra layer you can play with. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. I, think. I would love to add some sound effect moments as well. I'm curious, how do you control your music? So for me, um, I, use a, I use an audio ape. We have talked about this. Yeah, I thought you would say that. Yeah, and so here you go right now. So an example of um, background music. I don't know if you can hear that, but it's very subtle playing right now. So like if you were delivering a dialogue, it would just stop that little bit of just, you know, not hearing anything. Man, we should have this going for our whole show. <laughs> I know. I, it does loop. Like it would keep going. Fill our vibe um, a little. Something that StreamYard added is, is all this music. Which is cool. Oh, but really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I use StreamYard, so that's good to know. Yeah. Oh, so in, where is in, the, that? in the branding section, you just scroll to the bottom, and there's all this background music already available that will. Fantastic! Isn't that cool? <laughs> Learning. Look at me writing things down. This is why I come here to learn how to be professional. And that's just for Doug, not not for you guys. You never know. Um, you never know who's ready to break out with StreamYard. In a, yeah. This day so and age. It, and, and you know what I'm doing these days too is um, this this year I've, I've found myself doing a couple of emceeing gigs um, like in, in the corporate sector. And I, in fact, I'm flying to Sydney next week when um, we would normally do episode uh, our episode to the podcast, which would be 100, but I have to be in Sydney to emcee this conference for a whole day. And what I've started doing is t I've, I take my audio ape with me and I plug it in so that if the event has an organized, um, like walking on and off music for when they present awards and stuff, I have it already myself queued and I'll activate it myself. You just so, add that extra layer to the event. Yeah. yeah. Cause I've seen, it's so funny that some conferences just won't do it. And, um, not because they don't want to, it's just, they didn't think of it or they yep. didn't have time yep. or the AV guy never had music loaded. And so I've got it ready to go. I've also got like an hour long um, uh, music <clears throat> track that can play like a jazz hip hop, just a, like coffee lounge thing mm -hmm. that can play if they don't have any music to play before the event starts. And so that I've been finding really useful is to take my music with me to, to other stuff. What about the and, actual um, sound? Will you provide the speakers or do you, you generally rely on the event facility for this? Yeah. If I'm, yeah, if I'm emceeing an event, they'll, they'll have an, like an AV team. So mm -hmm. they've got, they've got everything, but I do now take, cause I recently invested in my own wireless headset mic and, um, and then uh, I got this awesome case to travel with it called the, the Gator. Ooh, this is information cases? I need. Yeah. yeah so Gator, this, huh? so so this right here has the the actual headset and it also has the receiver and all the cords and everything I need. 
So, so you just plug that into the <clears throat> events sound system, one of the line ends. Yeah. Oh, baby. I love it. <clears throat> and I've got my own pro headset. Yeah. I just had a meeting but the other I, day. I showed you. I picked up one of those while I was the one of the few shining spots is upgrading to an airline, a Samsung airline. Uh, did I show you my headset? Did I show you this thing I got? I don't think so. Uh, definitely, definitely not on the podcast. If, if, uh... but while he's doing that, what's up, Pasha? Good to see you here, Mike. You guys are great. Good to see everyone. And Chris, thanks for the props. <laughs> Saying so cool. Well done, Josh. Yeah, thanks, man. I got this, and then immediately realized ah. I have nothing to carry it in. Nice so the one. transmitter is on the headset. Wow. Okay. So you don't need to put it on your belt. Right. That's an interesting looking piece of kit. And that it's and it's like an RF transmitter. Yep. Okay. This is news to me. This looks cool. And portable too. A, Very portable. I mean, it is what it, it's, it all fits in the backpack with the speaker for me. And this is, I power this from a little 12 volt USB deal, which I charge up. And so I don't have to plug anything in. It's all on the go. That's very nice. That's very nice. And I don't know what it was like for you, or maybe have you, have you always, you haven't always used amplification, have you? This is a newer thing in the last I, year. Not always, but exclusively for the last five years. I love it. And yeah, yeah, I love it. So for me, like I've always known I should probably get a headset mic and there have been occasions where I've had to hire them probably more times than what it would have cost to just buy one. <laughs> but over the years, um, because every now and then events, even though it's on your rider that you need a, a you know, a flesh colored thin headset mic, they'll still stuff it up and assume that a lapel is more or less the same thing, or it will be one that's very old or it'll be one that's like the latest thing that I've had that that's really annoying. This there's, there's a one brand that the headset it's a one sided thing. It doesn't go around around to both ears. They've made this cool design where it only has to hook over one ear, and then you've got the earpiece. But the problem is my ear doesn't like the lobe doesn't curve in for something to hook onto. It's just a flat. So I would always have to sticky tape it to my head whenever I would get one of these awful. Yeah, headsets. I have one of those, actually. That was the old mic I used. I was really happy with that design, but for sure, a little bit of uh, uh, makeup tape or whatever you call it to keep that wire yeah. in place helps. And imagine trying to do it earlier about this double ear hook design, but it really keeps everything in place for this, you know, 100 uh, percent. And imagine uh, trying to do a backflip in a one one side oh, yeah. earpiece. It's just <laughs> it's so ridiculous. What, what, do, <clears throat> do you use a handheld then most of the time or? No, like, so the headset mic I have, so backflips are fine with headset mics because they're, you know, they're on pretty firm okay. and you're only flipping for a second and the momentum keeps it. Yeah. All right. And the belt pack clips onto your belt. So yeah, I've done it yeah. know, hundreds of times and, and it's fine. Especially the one I have, it's, it's particularly firm on my head. So I know that no matter what's yeah. happening, you just kind of do a head shake test before you go on right. stage and you make sure it's fine. But um, I was really happy to, to buy this one. I think it was like 
1100 bucks Australian, which is probably like, I don't know, $50 US. And <laughs> this, this, Wait. the way that, the way that this case works is that it opens up in such a way that the receiver is right there. So you don't even have to take it out of the case. Oh, baby. That's you nice. Just, you just open this up. If you Whoa. did have, a, <clears throat> yeah, if you did have a handheld mic, it would yeah, live in that. here. Mm-hmm. This side has um, has the the belt pack transmitter on it. Yep. And then yeah, and then yeah. So the other side has the cables, but you can operate it. And then in here is the actual headset mic. And is that a hard and, shell case for the headset there? The headset is in a is in a hard yeah is in a hard like plastic case. Um, I want that now. It's yeah, Gator cases. I'm I wrote it sure down. We, yeah, nice. I'm pretty sure we got it from Amazon. I'm pretty sure. Great. Yeah, it's I just light. bought Tupperware, but I was in Shreveport and scrambling to get anything. And when I ordered it, I forgot that I would need to protect it in my backpack. And not the kind of thing you want banging around in there, you know, <laughs> and five hundred dollar totally. microphone set up. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's the other thing that I think stopped me from wanting to get my own one. Is I was, like, I was always worried I'd it would get wrecked or get. The thing you know. that sold me on this is a fellow busker who recommended it. Reco- said the company has the best customer support, and when you break it, and you will, when you break it, they'll yeah. replace it. Oh, great! Yeah. So uh, nice. Yeah. I was just happy to write it off on tax just before tax year. I was like, oh, great! Yes, indeed. I'm just gonna- I'm just going to chuck this in there. Yeah, gator cases. We're going yeah. there. I'm going the there next, tonight. Absolutely. The next thing I, w- I do want to get is my own PA system, like you were saying. There's, yeah, do um, you not have anything? <clears throat> do you not have an, uh, a personal amp of any kind? No, no, I haven't so you needed You get the Bose like, S1 Pro then, right? Yeah. L- look, um, I have a good friend of mine, Chris Ritchie's, and he he has an amazing one. And over the years, he's been really great, and he will just let me borrow it whenever I need to. Oh, yeah, that's client. good. Yeah, and in fact, I'm using it tonight. I'm doing a show on the Gold Coast and in the in a Sofitel hotel, but the client, um, this is a weird one. He had to, how do I explain this? So, so I gave him prices for like roving magic, mm-hmm. and he was like, okay, great. And then you'll do a show for everyone, right? I'm like, oh, no, no. I mean, yeah, sure. But that will be this much, this much money. And he's like, oh, okay, let me get that approved. So it's through a university. It's like a university event for like some of the um, professors there. So he comes back and he's like, all right, we've approved it, but I've had to like take some of that fund from different parts of the event. And, and that's fine, but great. Let's go ahead with the show. And one of the things that he took out was like, the AV being there to like set up stuff. So like, because there's only 25 people at this event, <clears throat> they don't have, they only will have a handheld mic if I want to, to use in their yeah. internal little speakers. I mean, 25. But, but, yeah. But so they, you bring your own deal. So now I, yeah, I'm like, no worries. I'll bring my own stuff. It's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've got so much use out of this headset now. Um, but look, let's move on to a question. Ace of Diamonds Magic had a question that uh, for you, Doug, maybe we can both answer it. He says, Doug, you mentioned on one of the last episodes that you plan to create a show for next year. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have about creating a show and selective, selecting cohesive tricks? 
Good question. The advice is always the same for uh, anything you're offering to a public, and that's give them a reason to care. Give your audience a reason to care. Make sure something interesting is happening all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you also try to do cohesive tricks on your live? Like, do you somehow segue or plan out? When I give it order? three minutes thought, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I don't do that. But when I think about it, yeah, I usually hearken to the words of Mike Skinner, who recommended we routine things in three. So, you know, find something you know, three tricks that work well together, you know, produce the aces mm-hmm. and then they vanish to assemble before they collect your selections. You know, it's something that's, uh, you know, three tricks that flow well together. Nice. Something you know, this, this question would be better answered by someone who has more uh, experience doing the professional full shows. I have intent to do set events over the next year but for the most part, I'm just a short close-up guy. You know, I don't work a full theatrical special. So I'm going to answer this question better on episode 150 next year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After I've done about 40 theater shows. I'll tell you what, I'm excited next week on YouTube to have Tom Britton come on my show. This is a guy who books small theaters across the United States doing his sideshow uh, oh. theater show it's a sideshow and tell was the name of it and he wow. did 50 to 100 200 seat theaters all around the country so tom brit did you say tom Britton is his name and uh yeah he was a working pro really till covid and then he stopped touring and now he's doing it work for restaurants just because that's what he does now but uh, he knows exactly what I need to know about touring this country and producing small theater shows, which is exactly what I'm going to be doing by the end of 2023. Oh, beautiful. And, and like I said, I'll answer this question in full by the end of next year. Yeah. You might even have a, a couple of docuseries about it on YouTube. Yeah. It'll be part of the process sharing it there, you know, and yeah. uh, hopefully it's my job in 2024, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would love to be touring doing the Doug Khan show. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think someone told me, and it's something I think about is rather than like the tricks you're going to do, they think about the visuals that will be on stage for the routines mm-hmm. Yeah. so that like you see a routine. So you see a visual where like you're just front and center to the, to the audience. Then you might have a, a visual where, there's two people on stage and they're holding something up and then there might be a visual of like confetti over here. You know, that's a very basic example of what I'm talking about, but I just, look at and now pictures. that I've reached wisdom <laughs> and I guess that means I'm old. I always go back to why will my audience care about this moment? Mm. And it's not the effect and it's not the visual. It's what hits their heartstrings, whatever that is. You know, true. true. No, it's really true. They want to know how this magic affects their life. <clears throat> oh, nice silk production. The stage is full. You know, you just made a hundred dollars appear in my wallet and I can <clears throat> keep it. Holy crap. I love that trick. See that's the difference, true. right? I, I, I think that's why I think a drink is so hard hitting that uh, Steve Cohen does. 
because he'll produce the drink that they asked for. Exactly. Their favorite drink, and then they get to drink it. Yeah. Versus Mm. you pour 8,000 drinks out of that. But the moment you pour the one they asked for, now that trick's good. Yeah. Like, I'm still, I'm legitimately fooled still because when I saw his show, my girlfriend wrote down chocolate milk and the spectator on stage for the last one pulled out hers and then the spectator pours it himself and we tasted it and it was like the i still to so this day know, say it's the best tasting chocolate milk i've ever had you know that she's not a shill and that that's what up. i'm saying yeah yeah i wonder though well that's not i mean and that was the only non-alcoholic drink poured that night that's what really gets me. Like I can imagine many methods after seeing what was happening with how you do it, but it just makes no sense that the last one was chocolate milk and that like there's maybe, no maybe way you're... Maybe it makes all the sense. Maybe, maybe it makes all the sense. Maybe I watch it again and it's chocolate milk again for someone else. And I'm like, okay. But, I mean, when but, you think if you're asking people to name drinks, eventually you get the chocolate milk every time. I don't know. Would you? Probably not with me. I hate chocolate milk. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that's but that's the point, right? That's that's why I cared so much about it and why I'm still talking about it because it know. was like. But maybe you just keep thinking drinks until you get there. You know. Yeah. Oh, mimosa. Yeah. Oh, diet coke. Sure. Ah, the last one, chocolate milk. Yeah, but the 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 other drinks. I mean, you got to see the show. But the other drinks were like very specific types of um let's stop talking about liquors. this we're going to answer <laughs> this next question here what is this question i don't know better that read buster it. mike i'll ah. bring this one up right, right okay. here i'm assuming he's talking about the money well, for That's those what? listening maybe just read out the when the on question. the pitch what do you immediately do with the hat I'm assuming you're talking about the bucks that you bring into the hat after you've collected from your appreciative audience. Guess what? I have someone who can answer this. Hey, Jimmy talks a lot. Come here. I have a guy who makes money on the street. He's a, he's a, he's a sex expert. I mean, an expert <laughs> at, at, at counting money. Say hello to Jimmy talks a lot. He's oh my, my God. He's here. So Jimmy, do you do you roll the nickels or do you use the tubes for the dimes? <laughs> what? All what? the all that fat cash you've been collecting. Oh, that yeah, yeah. I don't usually have enough to make a tube. I, I would not. Jimmy's into work. We talked about this, I think. But yeah, you know, what do you do when you get a hat full of money? What do you do? What do you mean? What do I do? No, what do you do? You tell me what you do. It's a question. Like, like, where do you put it? So, what do you? Yeah, you do the pitch. You collect your hat, and now what do you do with this? You got a hat full of money. What's the thing you do with it? Uh, what What's my very next step? Mm-hmm. Is uh, I try and keep it out of view of all the bad guys uh, wandering around, mm-hmm. and uh, I I get it together and I put it in a in my secret place, wherever that you, I don't, place you, you is. don't count it. Do you, do you just bundle it up and shove it in there? Well, no, I usually what I try, it depends on how rough of a neighborhood I'm in. Okay. If I'm like in a, a resort town or, or, a, or, or a private mall or something like I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to yeah. put all the bills in order and you got some pull, security guards yeah. around or something like that. Yeah. There's security everywhere. Cops running. There's no bad guys, but you know what I'm talking. If you're in a downtown area and you got all these, you know, 
like crackhead yeah. type people walking around or something. Well, that's when, yeah, I'm, I'm real quick with that money. And usually I like to have like, a, I think most people know what these are. What I've got has really helped me immensely. You have a second bag. It's a box, okay, a box. that folds up, and oh, you can get them at Walmart or any place like that, and they unfold. They're made out of cloth and cardboard or, or thin wood of some kind. Jimmy but, with his proprietary solutions. But anyway, the reason I use that box is because it's so tall, and I can reach down there, and I can stack all the bills into or, into an order, and then I can, I can hide them uh, from the box to the jacket or wherever I'm going, so... So I, I would guess the answer is is try not to let people see how much money. Hide it made. from the bad guys. Hide it from everybody. You don't want the stores knowing that you're making tons of money. You don't want people knowing that you're making. Yeah, most money. buskers I know take it are super discreet about it. And yeah, you got to be in this city certainly. Well, it just, it it it, it mm -hmm. people get the shops can get mad. They'll say, "Look yeah. at all the money he's making. We're not making any money." All right. Yeah. That's what we do with it. Hide it. Yeah. <clears throat> do you do you do you stay strapped just in case? I'm sorry, <laughs> Jimmy's well are, well versed in the art of kung kung fu, which is okay. not the best martial art, but it's better than nothing. He does things like this, so bad guys barely touch him. Yeah, nice. I remember someone saying that they oh maybe we shouldn't talk about where you, where people keep it because obviously it's meant no. to be a secret, but. Yeah, the keystone. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say it. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, well, well that's quite a tactic. I mean, that's a great money. savant. Our money. The prison yeah. wallet. <laughs> the prison wallet. What are we talking about? Where are you that even seeing so these pictures? These comments. <laughs> Pardon me. Did, having, did you just um, come up with those answers yourself, Doug? No, no, you? I, no, no. I didn't you see know more about that. prison wallets than your average person. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Next topic. Hey, Jimmy, it's good to see you. By the way, I, I think the last time you, you were you doing, man? my busker good bag has hidden compartments too. <laughs> uh oh boy. Not to mention with the vanishing wand. I mean, there's so many jokes, so many places you could take this. Do, oh, hey, do that wand, Jimmy. Do that wand thing do for our viewers. Thing. Put this, the one you were doing on YouTube earlier. Which, yeah. which camera? Just we do, on? Right there. Look at this craziness. This is a pretty long wand. I don't even I mean, you can, can use yours if you want. Yeah, it looks like it goes. Yeah, nice. That's what I don't like about it. Do it. Just do the dang thing. Quit whining about it. Yeah, that's cool, right? Yeah. Do it again. Do it again? <laughs> yeah. One more time. Womp, zap. Okay. That's it. That's all. I mean, it's not as great as some one stuff, but you don't see that every day. You did another one <clears throat> on your live earlier where you were just holding it in one hand and then it just vanished. That, that looks great too. Ooh, with, do that purse one. Oh, yeah. oh, this thing. He didn't do this. We were on the Zoom. Look at this thing. I don't know if you can. Oh, just do the thing. Oh, I mean, I don't know the angle. Yeah, see it. There's your, there's your eyes Am right I, there. Look good. There's your eyes. Okay. Right That's what I'm talking about. What the hell is going on? There? Yeah. <laughs> Bring it down just a little bit. 
You want me to do it again? Mm-hmm. For those listening, it's hard to do. Yeah, I usually don't do it. You know. <laughs> well, no, Moss. I do it more than I do it out on the street. I gotta do it again. I guess I don't. I I think it's pretty. It flashes though in the in the camera. I don't yeah, like it with the but camera. But look, that's solid. Though, the funny thing is, you keep saying it's flashing, but like I'm not seeing anything. I, but, I mean, I'm watching it in real time. It was on that. It's unique. Yeah. 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 I got this. Uh, oh, yeah. Do this one. Here's a good. Do this one. This is Grindel. Grindel requesting the wand crush. Watch this. Yeah. I have a, I have a couple. I have another one. That's do fun. the crush. Yeah. That's, I haven't done that one in years. So let's hope this one works. <laughs> I got it right here. <laughs> this one might not work. <laughs> There you go. Wow. In your pocket, you know, and then it comes back. Yeah. God yeah, damn. I, I lucked out and got it. That was good. First, first try. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I was like very happy about it. I did it. Oh, that's amazing. That reminds me of, of Kevin James having to use an actual reel to make a pen vanish with that. But And you're, you can just do it anytime. On behalf of everyone that watches Jimmy's videos, here's the comment. Jimmy, please allow your fans to comment on your videos. They're always disabled. Uh, I'm guessing you've got the selected option of these videos are fair. Jimmy said, ain't nobody got time for internet comments. That's that's what he... Wait, you allow comments on some of your, but not on TikTok. On a fit, no. Yeah, he said... On Facebook, uh, sure, you know... uh, I'm not a real big fan of the dialectic or the open forum. I never have been. Yeah. I'm an old fuddy duddy. I don't, you know, our conversation, I go to lectures and I don't want to talk to the guy up there lecturing. I want to hear his lecture. When I'm reading a book, I don't go find the author and try and get into an argument with him over how he wrote his novel. I just, you know, I don't like the dialectic, but I'm an old fuddy duddy and nobody thinks like me anymore. Imagine if you did that busking, like people are trying to go, yeah, that was awesome. Like, please, please. No, no. No comments. Just let me do my show. Well, you haven't seen my show. That, that's a, that's kind of the way it rolls, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, no, you've ex- you've described your performance as a monologue almost. Oh yeah, they don't. They, it gets. I'm such an idiot. They don't want to talk to me. <laughs> they don't want to get sucked into that. <laughs> then there's two idiots up there, that, and they know it. So they don't want. They don't want to get sucked in. Uh, remember, I'm a clown. Uh, you should go watch my show. There, there's no. There's nobody talking to me. Usually. Uh, I've had some hecklers and stuff, but I usually either over or I usually turn it around to where they realize they don't want to talk or whatever. So, I mean, sometimes I'll use it if it's fun. If if the person's like saying something really fun or funny, legitimately funny, they get me good or something, you know, or whatever, then that's great. You know, I like that. But my show is more of a monologue, like you said. I just, it's not, there's not a lot of interaction. I don't do, like other street performers there has been there can be yeah yeah but but usually it's very controlled like if if i'm going to give somebody something it can't do anything usually like i'll just give them the end of a rope what are they going to do with that you know if i give them a coin it's not gas it's just a coin i say give it back and i have two more in my pocket in case they don't give it back and run off or something you know so it's very controlled uh circumstances so uh, but that's just the way you know i work I'm like, I, I, one of my lines of my show is I'll say, uh, I'm like a TV. I don't talk. You just watch me. I mean, I, I'm like a TV. You don't talk to me. You just watch me. You know? I'm starting to get the vibe here, Jimmy. Huh? <laughs> I'm starting to get the vibe of what you're about. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an old fuddy-duddy. Right? I'm not like the normal person on the internet. Most magicians will say that line the other way. They're like, this is not TV. You can talk back to me. Yeah, no, you're, say, you're saying, no, no, this is TV. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah, I don't like the dialectic. Look it yeah. up. I don't like the dialectic. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in opposition to it. I don't like it. Whoa, excuse me. Interesting. Mike, Mike asked Jimmy, when are you going to write another book? Is that something on? Well, I've got four out. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm working on one right now. I'm sorry. I'm just being obnoxious. Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got, uh, I've got four on 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 the subject of street performing. I've got two uh, 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 flash fiction and uh, uh, monologue, and uh, that has nothing to do with magic or street performing. Allow me to share this screen for a moment. This is Jimmy's Substack, where he is currently active, reorganizing, rewriting, and offering his writings on street performing, busking, magic, stories, related stories, etc. If you want to read what Jimmy's doing, this is probably the best place to do it right now. Is that yeah. right? Uh, yeah, right now, because I'm really, Substack is a pretty great company. You I'm amazed book, by books them. Here? Yeah, you, yeah. There's there's my eBooks and okay. So you do have some some newer things here, yeah. and you and when you release things, this will be where you find them, right? Yeah, I've got uh, there's a study guide right there. There's like a, a notebook, and then I have a a, a book uh, on character right. development, and you know, yeah, it goes on and on. You know, I got, I got, so, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always working on another book. Is the answer? Yeah. Right, you're like, a writer. So it's, you're, you've always, a writer, you've yeah. always been a writer. I, that's all I do is write all day. Yeah, every day I write. Nice. So the answer is uh, eventually. Yeah. Well. Yeah. When I, yeah. When I finish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to do the best I can. Yeah. Right. By the way, for those watching this, how much do uh, Jimmy and Doug look like Jason and I? Like just in the future a little bit, like yeah, the way you guys you are hanging yeah, out. Take a long look. I'm the John. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's coming. It's coming. Oh my god! <laughs> you need to put yeah. on some weight. <laughs> the, way, the way you guys hang out is exactly how Jason and I would be hanging out. Just like, no, nah, show them this. No, nah, no, nah, do this one. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. We love it. Yeah, we get along pretty will. good. Yeah, look forward to it, man. I was just playing. Now you're like, no, nah, don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to give you an <laughs> ominous warning, but really, it's pretty fun <laughs> being hey, at our age and doing this. On an unrelated note, have you? I, I don't think you've seen this. Have you seen the Chris Angel Magic with the Stars yet? Magic with the Stars featuring Chris Angel and Lance Burton. Lance Burton? What? <clears throat> what? This is the real magic that Lance is on this show. Out of out of retirement, what's going on? So what what know. is this? Lance, a Vegas Lance show? Made some bad choices somewhere along the way. If nothing else, one just one, and that was saying yes to Chris Angel for this train wreck. <laughs> oh my God! Is this a Vegas show? Or is it a, a TV? It's, it's, special? it's a uh, it's a uh, that's going to jingle right through our podcast, sir. I'm sorry, he's the street guy <laughs> jingling his money around. 
Oh, I make too much noise. It's like it's like a, a contest where they bring celebrities and basically they show them, they teach them some bad Chris Angel illusions, you know. You know, tonight what? we're going to do my signature approach to uh, levitation, you know. <laughs> it's my signature piece. And he's doing Copperfield's flying. You know, tonight we're doing my signature uh, vanish, and it's the Dakota chair. And the, these celebrities, their skill set amounts to this. <laughs> That's what they're doing, you know. Like, uh, to the point where they don't even have to pull the cloth because be, the, get trouble, the cloth is – and I am not going to get in trouble <laughs> shit-talking about Chris Angel. No one gets in trouble shit-talking Chris Angel. I though. think they do, not. though. They started talking <laughs> crap about Lance. Here's the thing. I don't care anymore. <laughs> oh so this is a show. Like a TV show. Yeah, it's on the CW network. So if you have oh CW, you can go watch this. Uh, yeah, Celebrity Cadabra actually had celebrities. This show, I don't know who these people are portraying celeb celebrities. The show that right. Chris copied was pretty good. Celebrity right. Cadabra. Uh, and then there's also one that Adam Trent put out, which was him... Uh, making the people do the magic, but it was more elaborate in like if they were proposing or there were something or other, he like turned them into what looked like a full a full on magician for that act. Um, which I'm guessing yeah. I haven't seen. I mean, I mean, I don't know what it. this is. These people aren't doing anything that requires any skill. Hmm. I mean, literally, I don't see any skill. I guess. Well, I guess. There's our answer. Lance did it to support his humane society work. No, Chris okay. would know. This is probably true. He's probably uh, he's probably doing exactly that. Okay. But regretting it. I was telling Jimmy Lance's uh, responses to the acts are actually secret digs to, to the <laughs> performer. Like Lance's comment was like this to one of the guys. Well, that was something that not even a professional magician could do at the Magic Castle. Or would he dare? Yeah, no, uh, no. No professional would ever do that anywhere. Certainly not at the Magic you Castle. You got me doing it. You guys, you got to stop. I'm just saying. <laughs> the most, oh, of the time, like, most of the time, Lance is just sitting there like, drag me into your trouble. Uh, this looks like uh, one of the thumbnails. One of the episodes. Look at that. Hmm. We are mm. happy to be here at the Chris Angel Theater, where Mind Mystica freeze. will soon be closing. <laughs> Do you think they're that's hyping this show up, and it's already closed? They're filming this Magic with the Stars, where they're referencing the Mystica Theater. This show <laughs> is shit canned and done. Right. And let's also talk about how 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 highly we were speaking of Chris Angel last night before he flushed his life down the toilet. He had the most oh, artistic yeah. viewpoint. His New York City show, man. And his early, his early TV work was incredible. He put more magic on TV than anyone. Well, I like also amazing. that he did a lot sure. of other art forms on his show in New York. He had he, other stuff going on, characters and weird things crawling around on the stage and just all kinds of, you know, backdrops. It was like a circus of kind of thing, but you know, really interesting, really, you know, cool. So not just the magic, you know. I remember someone 
telling me, I, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but when he was young, he would go to like the Tannins magic camp or no, someone was at the Tannins and he did a metamorphosis with the, the sub trunk, but the sub trunk he did <clears throat> instead of a cloth, it was a, 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 a flash of fire. Like he had the, um, wow. and that's, that's what, a signature approach. That was his cover to do the, the trick to do the magic. And like to think of doing that when you're like 20 or how, however old he was, that's pretty full on. All right, let's yeah. go to this magic camp and I'm going to need seven, you know, fire blasters <laughs> <laughs> and crazy. An that's early crazy. visionary. Mm. And now, from my understanding, just not a good human being, which <laughs> if he was that, I wouldn't be talking, you know, crap about. The greatest magician alive. You're sitting right next to Lance Burton and you're calling yourself the greatest <laughs> magician alive. Holy cow. And you're not a good person. Yeah, that is bold. <laughs> that is, that's bold. Yeah, that's crazy. He collected. Oh, I'm not kidding. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> okay, well, maybe stop there, Doug. Trouble, <laughs> no, I could start. I could start ago. slandering him for real. <laughs> I actually have a lawsuit on my hands from the Chris Angel team. So what? What have you been up to since the last episode, Jimmy? I think it was like eight episodes ago. So that's like what two, three months, I think. Yeah. Since you were last I've been on here, you've been on a table act. I, I've never. Really used a table on the street. When I first started, I didn't know really what I was doing. I used a table. And then, uh, so I went almost 20 years with no table. <laughs> I look forward to seeing that. It's too. kind of fun using a table. Uh, I'm not, I didn't bring the full size one because it was kind of uh, awkward to get it on the bus. So I brought the little TV tray one. I can walk around with it holding it in one hand uh, as I walk down the street. It's like a little TV tray with a cloth stapled oh, on it. Cool. And, uh, I'm excited about doing a little table act. <clears throat> is that a table? Did you, is that something you built yourself? I know that's a common. It's just a TV tray that I stapled cloth on. So, but when you hold it, it's got like, if you, if you snap it off, if you take it apart and you snap it to the side, it now makes like a handle. So you can carry this little hand and it's all made out of like really thin. Um, uh, I could go get it, but it's made out of like, uh, like, what is that little real thin metal tubing? You know, it's like a TV tray. Remember the TV trays? Yeah, uh, it would have the edge kind of so stuff didn't fall off. Yeah, and it just snaps into place when you. It's two pieces, three pieces mm -hmm. really, but one's already connected. Anyway, so you put them together, and uh, this. Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, so I've been working on. Uh, I do that one cup routine with the bean bags, and uh, what else am I doing? Oh, some of the coin work on the table. And, That's got to be uh, nice to do coin work on a table. Yeah, it's nice. You know, I I never did, and 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 also with uh. And uh, I do some card tricks. Do you use a table? Do you travel with one, Josh? <clears throat> yeah, I've got a table. I've got like a laptop stand table that I take. Well, actually, it's what it's what uh, my Roadcaster Pro is on right now. I don't know if I can even hold it up here, but oh yeah, yeah, it's like a laptop table. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's called a it's called an instand for anyone interested. Um, yeah, it's no big deal, but I bought it because it can flat pack. Like it's so right. thin. It can just sit in your backpack. Have you seen these in, in stands there? What's a tripod lock? Does it, it does it it's get like the enough? pile, but it's, it fits in a backpack. Oh, it fits wow. in a carry on, right? It yeah. fits in wow. carry on luggage. Well, that's an idea the, right there. These will, but you have to unscrew everything. Oh, 
the amount of times I'd gone to do shows and just said like, hey, I, I'll need a side table for my show. And then they give me like a massive, you know, two meter long trestle table. Yeah. And you're like, what am I going to do with that? You know, it's going to yeah. look so annoying. And so I was I'm like, look into that kind of table. Uh, the reason mm. the reason I like using a table is because there's so many yeah. things that I can do now that I couldn't do without one. I'm talking angles and different tricks. You know, the coins sitting on the table as I've walked away and it appears on the table, you know, that sort of, all yeah. different types of things I can do. Can hide money under it. Yeah. Why, yeah. why, ma why, <laughs> yeah. why make that choice after having such great success without needing to carry the furniture? Why now do table? It's, I, I think it, there's no, there was no really thinking about it. it it was more about it's kind of like over the years i've written so many different shows street shows that uh just that, it just keeps you. me keeps me interested yep. if i keep doing mm. the same show for let's say five years i start getting bored with the show so i have to so i start rewriting yeah. and putting different tricks well now with this new table it's like a new it's like it's like for the regular magician it's like getting a new toy a new magic trick so a table to me now after all these years it's like well i haven't used a table in years it's like so i get to reintroduce myself to it cool and i get to do a lot of the tricks that i haven't done for all those years out on the street that i used i would do those tricks if i was at a diner or if i was somewhere where there was a table or somebody had a table and i was goofing around with a few people but my money-making show never did them so now i'm just it's interesting it's fun to me to try and do my street show that pays my bills with a table. It's just funny. It's fun. Just fun. It's not an intellectual day. I didn't think about it. It's just something that, that felt good. Keeping That's the brain the happy. Yeah. yeah. You to keep it fun, right? Yeah. yeah. So even now you're thinking of ways to keep things more interesting or be more yeah. fun. Yeah. Especially now. Because <laughs> as, as I get, you know, because things can get real stale real fast. Yeah. We're, we're bringing in dancing girls this week too. So yeah, that'll so be that'll liven it up a little bit. You know, That's a great good. idea. Keep you on your toes. Some sequins. Keep, keep the 360 camera out for that, Doug. I mean, <laughs> by, da <laughs> by dancing girls, I mean they'll be New Orleans girls, which is a little boys as will be will be girls-ish. But they'll be there. Nice. Have you guys ever thought of doing, because um, I filmed one of these for Jason once, where you start with just you. And you go, hey, look, I'm going to build a crowd. And then the camera goes back and you literally now start doing your pitch. And then it's like a one shot. And then the whole show, everyone's come up, they've paid you, thanked you. And then you come back and you say your ending lines. And it's like captures that whole vibe of, was, of doing a show. Is that something a DVD called uh, that of a interesting. And it would film the audience and uh, the performer <clears> at the very same time. And it was in a split screen back then before these cameras like Doug has it. And so you would actually see an empty plaza. Mm. You'd see the street performer building the crowd and the other camera would be out there and you'd see the people coming up, lining up and, and from beginning. That, that's, to a, end. that's a good instructional that many people aren't aware of. You get to see four different approaches to street performing. Eric, Eric Evans is on there. It yeah. might be his only professional video aside from penguin, penguin magic. Chris Benz. You're on Sean's, there. Yeah. Chris is I'm a there, pro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what, four of what a kind, that? if you can find it. Four okay. of a kind. I think Chris Benz has it. I think he's got he's coming okay. out right. Oh, now. all right. It's available. Yeah, I think so. All right. So what you're saying is <laughs> someone's done it, so you're not 
Oh no, I think it should be all. I think it should be a regular thing done. I think everybody should be doing it. It would be great. Think about it, if all the acts start, all the acts that were, uh, were were selling instructionals for uh, for street performing, did it that way. You know, I mean, I don't know how many people want, how many of the buskers out there want to make instructionals for people to learn how to strip. But the ones that are doing it, I would hope that they would do something better than what we did. Like like with Doug's camera here is better. It's because it's. Got, oh, we're going to do that with you. It's got that, that's mm, got you know that whole three D thing. Going we're going to put this book on YouTube with Jimmy. This book right here. That will be a YouTube series, and it'll be a good one. It's going to be a lot of work. Ugh. It will. It'll be a lot of work. That's fantastic. <clears throat> well, at least you, know, you have all your content. At least you have all the content laid out for you. You know? Yeah. That's a plus. <laughs> That's a plus. Yeah. Ah, so many options. I can see a whole docu-series, you know? Oh, it, kind of like a, how comedians put on put out their one hour special. I can see some kind of variation of that with busking, whether it's like cutting between different audiences, but you're doing the same routine. Or, yes, indeed. You know, yeah, man. There's so many great busking shows that people will never be aware of because they weren't captured. Right? Yeah. Some of mm. the greatest live entertainment on this planet mm -hmm. happens on streets yeah. and parks, and ain't that the truth? It is, and uh, yeah, someone should maybe you know it'd be a killer like Netflix series for the. To document the great acts of the world, and, there's some great ones. You know, a lot of people talked about it, and we've done it. I've talked to as I would travel around the world. I, even I said it, and I haven't done it. So, uh, but a lot of the people say, you know, I'd like to just spend a couple of years just traveling around the world, filming all my friends. You know, the street performers. Look, I, I intend to do, do that, and you'll see some of this is already happening on my content, and I intend to do it further. When I see street performers doing things or friends of mine, I will showcase these people and at least give them 30 seconds to let people mm. know they're out there and maybe something cool can happen from that. But I, I'll be doing more of it moving forward for sure around I the world. I, you know what? I think the structure of it, what I think would be awesome, especially if it's like a Netflix kind of thing, would be it's one busker and he wants to make it around, you know, if we go, yeah. let's, go extra, let's go extravagant, let's say around the world. Yeah. And he, he has to earn the money as he's traveling to be able to get Love to it. all these places. So he's making money, shows are being documented. And then let's say in every major spot he stops in, then it also features and goes into the world of like that busker that's there as well there you go yeah. man go sell netflix and you that, can literally can be your new job yeah you're like, yeah, like you're, 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 the, food. the whole trip is paid for from the goodwill of you know the audience that you know yeah if that doesn't pull on the heartstrings i don't know what will be an interesting kickstarter yeah it wouldn't cost netflix much for me to go do it <laughs> i'd be the one who had to pay my way through I go do, right. yeah, do any film to follow you with a film crew would cost them a shit. <laughs> oh, they're the one. Oh, I didn't oh. think of that. I'm sorry. I was absent minded there. Yeah. No, they got to. Yeah, film. it's got to be filmed. <laughs> you, you can't just come back and be like, yeah, it was good. I did um, it. <laughs> where's my money? <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Hey, look, I think we're, we're pretty much, um, that, that's pretty much us. But hey, Jimmy, anything you want to say to the, uh, the Magic Guys viewers that are watching? I'm supposed to say that I forgot. 
<laughs> He's looking to me for technical advice. <laughs> Did we mention the dancing girls that are coming to the shows? I think we covered that. Uh, he said something about a, a proper camera. To get proper footage for that. Really. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, just go. Yeah, go sign up on my on my uh, Substack. My Jimmy talks about Substack.com <laughs> and my <man>. YouTube. <laughs> Where you can't comment on the videos. <laughs> Thanks for listening. It's time for us to disappear now. Disappear now. But we'll see you again on the next episode of The Magic Guys.